All right, guys, welcome back to the School Food Rocks podcast. We got another exciting episode. Today we have Jessica Mead joining us. Jessica is the president of Atlas Metal, a renowned manufacturer of high-quality servant line equipment. In this episode, we're going to be discussing what sets Atlas apart from their competitors, their commitment to American-made products, and a recently completed project in Texarkana, Texas. So let's get ready for an engaging and informative conversation that's going to inspire and empower school food service professionals around the country. Let's go. Jessica, thank you for joining the School Food Rocks podcast today. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Uh, we, we've been excited to have you on for a while. We had uh, Dom Jr. on uh, a few months ago, and he's quite the character and uh, very engaging and, and uh, been definitely waiting to have you on here. How is the weather in Miami? Weather lovely. It was 58 degrees this morning. Kids out on sweaters. It was. We're not used to that. Yeah, but it'll probably be 84 in a couple minutes, though, right? Oh, I'm sure it will be. Ah. All right. So, I'm, uh, like I said, I've been so excited to have you on here. But uh, why, don't, why don't we start by telling our listeners who Jessica Mead is and a little bit about the history of Atlas Metal. Sure. Um, I'm Jessica Mead. I am the current president of Atlas Metal Industries. Um, I am actually a fourth-generation uh, family-owned company. Um, I've obviously been around the company since I was born, but I began working at Atlas in the summers in my teens, uh, where I learned all of the various departments out in production. I think I was out there spot welding at one point, which seems dangerous for me now. Um, also in the office. And then after college, my dad hired me full time to be part of the sales department. I started in data and order entry. I eventually worked my way up to assistant sales manager, then sales manager, and then VP of sales and marketing, where I oversaw our sales department, um, our entire representative team around the country, as well as our marketing efforts. Um, And then my father announced his retirement earlier this year, and I stepped into his very large shoes in March of 2023. Huge, huge shoes to fill, for huge sure. <laughs> um, your your leadership journey in Atlas was was quite impressive, um, but it's it's from my experience, it's not unlike a a lot of people within your organization. One of the things I love about you guys is you are definitely a family oriented business. That not, not meaning that everybody that works there is related to you, but basically, you guys are all family, and I I was able to witness. Uh, two and three generations of people working in your your facility uh, there, and it was multiple of those. And the the, the average tenure yeah. of your staff was tremendous. So for me, that that tells me that that you guys are an amazing company. That you're able to uh, retain people for an extremely extremely long time. That they uh, actively recruit their own family members to come work for you guys. So I mean that that's what's one of the things that impressed me most about you guys when I met you was that you're real, you're genuine, you care about your people, you take care of your people, and people work their way up through yeah. that system and just end up with amazing jobs. So I'm a big fan of you guys, as you know. Yeah, I mean, we we want to be a company that people want to work for. You know, I I always say to people, you know, we're, you know, to fellow employees that we're with each other, 
more than we are with our real families at some point. So, you know, we need to look after each other. We need to be kind and respect each other. And I love that we have families that work here with us. We've had brothers, fathers and sons, fathers and daughters, um, mothers and sons, sisters, cousins. They've all worked for us. And I just I think it just brings a level of family culture to Atlas that I want to continue on for years to come. Well, I, I think your your father did a good job setting that up, and I know for a fact that you're continuing that legacy, and that that's such a great thing. And one one of the other things I I really enjoyed when I was down in your facility about six months ago uh, was I I learned that you know you're the president, but you know everybody has the ability to come directly to you if they think something wrong is something's wrong in the process, or something can be done better. Or anything. It's not just this strange hierarchy where you gotta you can only communicate to your direct uh, supervisor, then they gotta yeah, work that no, way. Absolutely, absolutely. I I think it helps that some of the people here have known me since I was a kid, um, so that always helps. But we have a, a big open door policy. Um, I try to get out into production at least once or twice a week just to walk around. If anybody needs anything, they know that they are more than welcome to come into my office, stop me when I'm out in the hall, stop me when I'm out on the the plant uh, floor. Uh, They can go into Dom, who's our VP of operations. They can come to any of us, and we are always willing to listen and hear their thoughts on anything. You know, I'm not out there every day, so they really, the employees are the ones that would know if something's not working or something is working and can be better if we do it this way. And we're always open to hearing everything. So you've been there for how long, how many years now? Um, do we want to count births? Or, <laughs> I, um, think, I think let's start with, well, the statute of limitations is probably over. Let's, but let's, <laughs> let, let's start with the age you were, where you were legally allowed to work. <laughs> um, so, well, I mean, I did summers through my teens, but I would say, um, Hired 100% full time. I've been here about 15 years. So you you were saying that you know many of the employees there have known you since you were a child because even you know long before the 15 years. Did did the employees take that well? Did they look at you and say, "Hey, this is just some some kid who took over the company," or "Wow, this girl's <laughs> a rock star"? I think my dad did it the right way. I started literally learning departments in the shop. I was out there counting inventory at inventory time. I started in data entry. I really my way through all of the levels Um, and not in quick succession. Like I spent years doing certain things. And I think by my father making sure I went about it that way. I think it helped have people respect that I went through the very similar processes that we try to have everyone go through to move up into the company. We are big on promoting from within. And I think I'm another case of being promoted from within. Um, But I don't think, if anything, I think it just helped. And the people who have seen me grow up, it's almost like I look at um, like our head engineer, um, Donnie Manjovi, who's actually Dom's father, goes with the family. He is like a father to me. I know I can go to him when I'm 
unsure about something and he's right there. So I, I think it, it's helped 100%. And I think all the employees, I would hope, would say the same thing. Well, I, I know they do because when I was down there, we talked about that. I talked about that. You weren't, you weren't on the tour with me, but I did talk with all your employees and I was so impressed again, that, that it was a multi-generational company and not just your family, but it was like all families in there. There was almost everybody was, had two or three different uh, employees that were related to them. And they all um, explained to me how they were able to work their way up from, um, the bottom level up to the press operator or whatever else they were doing at that time. And they definitely all said um, that between you and Dom Jr., they just absolutely love the leadership there. And it, it really makes it uh, a place where they enjoy coming to work because the culture is very supportive and inclusive. So. And- that's great to hear. And I, and I, I, that's all we want is we want people to come here and be happy. Like I said, we're, we're here sometimes more than we are at home. And, you know, it's, it's not fun if, if you're miserable at work. So we really want to make sure people enjoy being here and we enjoy having our employees with us. Well, you guys are doing an outstanding job on that. Um, one of the things that I got to experience when I was uh, down there with you guys um, was part of your design process. And um, I was watching one of your designers uh, develop uh, a, tr- a huge, huge, huge serving line project for a district out in Texas. Did that one ever get finished? It actually did. It shipped, I want to say, about a month ago, and it is fully installed, and that school is open and using it. Um, that was a really fun project. Um, our Texas reps, um, LMS associates, they brought us this amazing opportunity to completely revamp the cafeteria of a school in Texarkana, Texas. Um, they pretty much brought us the dimensions and the type of equipment they were looking for. And we got to let our imaginations and the school's imaginations um, all go from there. Um, it was a huge undertaking. There were tons of challenges, uh, one being that the entire serving system needed to be built on a pre-existing six-inch high curb, which left no room for any type of error. But our lead engineer was on top of the job throughout the entire process, ensuring everything was built to the exact dimensions. And now that it's installed, it looks amazing. And, you know, you can breathe that sigh of relief and celebrate a happy end user, which is ultimately what we all want. Um, so, yeah, we're just super happy with how that one turned out. I remember talking with your, your designer down there. Is it lead engineer designer? I'm not sure what if I'm calling him the right name. But um, he was describing to me, I mean, he showed me the initial drawings and where he was. And he, he showed me that six inch curb that somehow you had to build on around and it was it seemed to be like a nightmare and it 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 definitely took a lot more time and energy on his part to complete that project it's not just like hey here's our server line it's 34 feet long i need an l on this section Mm -hmm. um it was quite custom and one thing that very much surprised me and i don't think this is standard throughout the industry um i asked him 
you know, how much time he had on that design as, as compared to a typical design. And uh, I don't remember the number, but it was significantly more time on his part. And so the natural question for me was, okay, so when you guys do these custom designs, how, how much extra is it when you got to do all this, this additional work to meet the needs of a customer based on a unique situation? And the answer was, it don't cost any more money. It's the same thing. And I said, you just told yep. me, you just told me it's going to take you a hundred. I'm making this number up. I'm probably wrong. It's probably more. I think it was over a hundred additional hours longer than it would have on a normal project. Um, mm-hmm. Does that, that sound right? Or was it even more than that? I think it might yep. have been more than that. Nope. And I, so, I mean, it, I, I, it's probably more than that. Um, we're very lucky that our lead engineer, Ole, he absolutely loves R and D and he loves designing um, so I think that helps, you know, when it's these really difficult, long projects, but he absolutely loves it. But no, there's no, there's no upcharge for that. Um, you know, we, we don't believe in, you know, paying for proposal drawings or 3D drawings or anything like that that's just a part of working with us. That's what we supply to our customer to make sure they know what they're getting and the look they're getting. And even when it's these super custom, we're not going to extend any additional price on that. Well, that's impressive because I know it took a, a ton of extra time um, to complete that project and get it ready for uh, the manufacturing process. And hopefully, like you said, he did all his work right. Once you get down to the install, there was no problems. But I saw what he had to deal with. And, and I even said to Olay, I'm like, gonna have to be a problem when you get there that you're gonna have to adapt to he said not if i not if i do my my work right here and um apparently from what you said it it went in flawlessly yes it did i we you know that's always you ship it and you you, every project you know there's gonna be that one thing that's like oh like how did we miss that but this one went in installed and the next thing I know, I've got, you know, a group of people down there uh, doing a photo shoot, which we're excited to share. And they were like, it looks fabulous. And I was like, I didn't even know the install was done because there wasn't an issue. That's amazing. So that was, it's, it's exciting when everything just, you know, all of those hours of meticulous work completely paid off. And we just have a really happy end user. And that's what's most important. Well, I think that's one of the things that sets you guys apart from some of your competitors. And I, and I talked about the tremendous amount of time that Olay had to put in to design this project to make sure it fit within that very unique space. But uh, what I did mention, and, and Dom enlightened me last time I talked to him about this, was um, after, after Olay designs that and it gets into the manufacturing process, it goes through I don't know how many steps before it gets there it's quite a few i don't i couldn't count that high but i do remember that along the way there's over 99 points of quality assurance inspection points right so yeah that's impressive too so i mean that's another reason why i think your products come out of out of your your factory and get to the location with little or no issues once you get there and you know everybody expects issues but the fact that you guys take that many quality assurance steps to make sure that your products all meet specs is amazing. And another thing that really, really impressed me um, when I was down there is when I was learning about those 99 points of inspection is that anywhere along the way, who's ever 
who's ever in front of that project at that point could just say, stop, there's a problem here. Mm -hmm. And they can go right to you or right to Dom Jr. and say, hey, something, something's wrong here. We, we need to stop and, and rethink about this. And um, that's not always the case for companies. So that it, it was very impressive to me that you guys really empower your people so well. Yeah, we want them to to be proud of what they're producing. So if if something leaves one department and goes to another and hypothetically it's a, a welder sees that something is is not lining up right or he we want him to stop. We don't want him just to continue going through and just you know this is my job and this is you know they pay me to weld. No, we want him to to say no, this does not look like it's going to line up. Um and it's not going to work. And we welcome that. And we, we, we try to empower each department to, you know, check over what you're receiving. Cause if it's not what you think is quality, it needs to go back. And then once everything's said and done, it goes through a rigorous QC inspection that our QC coordinator is on top of it. And he is going to send anything back that he feels is not worthy of, you know, carrying the Atlas name. Well, that that is tremendously impressive. I can't wait to see the pictures of that uh, Texarkana, Texas, Texas project. I hope you share those with me, so I can share Absolutely. them with our listeners when we when we uh, publish this podcast. Um, so, let's talk about some of the other things that you guys are proud of and that sets you guys apart. Um, are you all your products are are American made? Is that correct? Yes. Uh, we design, test, and build all of our products in Miami, Florida. Okay. Why is that important to you guys? Um, personally, I believe in the quality of U.S. manufacturing, and we want to support it every chance we get. That's why we strive to purchase almost all of our parts and components through U.S. companies. Uh, roughly 70% of each of our pieces of equipment are domestically sourced uh, parts and components. And then obviously everything is built here in Miami. Let's talk about American made and why that's important, because I know that it's a very important thing for you guys and your process. And I know you only buy U.S. steel, but talk to me a little bit about American made and why that's important for Atlas. Yeah, we do only buy American made steel. We find that it's stronger, it's more resilient than foreign steel. It's not the cheapest, but we never said we wanted to be the cheapest. Um, American steel gives us that durability and that quality that we expect all of our equipment to have. So it's incredibly important. Um, and I've said it before that we believe in the quality that is U.S. manufacturing. And we want to support U.S. manufacturers every chance we get, which is why we try and purchase most of our parts and components through U.S. companies. Um, roughly 70% of our equipment is built with domestically sourced parts and components. Super important to us. Yeah, and some of, the, some of those other parts that are in our parts that just frankly aren't produced in America yet at this point. Um, but I think you said the most important thing that the steel is all U.S. made. And I believe, Absolutely, yeah, yeah I, I believe that American made is important for a variety of reasons. Number one, our economy needs it, right? I mean, we need to get back to manufacturing in this country like we used to a long time ago. Um, there is tremendous opportunities for high paying jobs the more and more we move manufacturing back to the United States. 
that's important for our economy, for our people, but also, like you said, for the quality. Um, I have a nephew who's in the steel business in Chicago, and, and there's a huge difference between U.S.-made steel and China-made steel. So for our economy, for quality, I think it's it's very important. So I commend you guys tremendously for that commitment. Thank you. Yeah, it's very important to us. So, Jess, tell me a little bit about uh, the products that Atlas uh, makes. What, what's in your portfolio at this point? Because I know you have a variety of different level of uh, servant line and drop-in units that you supply. So can you talk a little bit about uh, some of your lines, some of your products, and maybe what's coming up next? Yeah. Uh, we have a full catalog of drop-in units. We do um, hot units, individual hot well units, cold pans, ice pans. We have frost tops, uh, drop-in freezers, pass-through units. Um, then we also have uh, four serving lines. We have our CA line, which is the most economical of our lines uh, with exposed casters and dropped-in food wells. We have our BL line, which is currently our most popular. It is our best seller in K-12 schools, has a fantastic built-in look. Uh, it has recessed casters. Um, it also features our food wells built-in for a really easy, seamless cleanup. Um, next, we have our Infinity Fit which is our newest serving line. It also has a very clean built-in look with very straight lines, uh, completely covered laminated panels that give a really sleek design. It's definitely an up-and-comer in the K-12 demographic as well. And then we have our Infinity Custom line, which is what we did that Texarkana job where we can play with curves, with sloped fronts. We can do decorative panels. Uh, it can be as big and as small as you want it. It's whatever our end user or uh, designer's imagination can think of. Um, it's also my favorite one that we work on because no job is ever the same. They're all different and exciting in their own ways. Um, and then in addition to our serving lines and our drop-ins, we also have a line of food cards. Uh, we can do accessories for all of our serving lines, which include tray slides, plate shelves, under-counter lights. We work with all of the major laminate companies to make sure our customers have a huge variety of colors and looks and designs that kind of bring their ideas to life. Um, and then we also do um, a little bit of self, uh, self-leveling, self so plate dispensers and tray dispensers. That's awesome. And, and I, I love the fact that you have multiple different levels of servant lines. Now, they're from even your CA, from your CA line to your Infinity Custom, they are all still the highest quality. I've personally witnessed the welds and how they were produced. The attention to detail um, was not less on one line than the other, but obviously, you know, having different levels of servant line equipment is important for a variety of reasons. I think, you know, for one, you know, some districts are going to have a smaller budget than others and they need a, the most uh, economical option possible while still maintaining a, a high high quality level. And then, you you know, all the way up to that crazy one you just did in Texarkana, that Infinity Custom where you get to really go crazy. So it's, uh, it's great that you have that both for financial reasons for districts, but also, you know, a lot of, a lot of schools throughout the country are 50, 70, 80 years old. And this, you know, the spaces haven't changed since they designed them way back then. And you need to be able to 
custom fit some uh, servant line equipment into some lines that wouldn't maybe normally make sense. Um, so I think that's that's awesome. You have that. Um, they're all high quality. You guys pay an incredible attention to detail on everything, and uh, it's very very impressive. Um, so what Thank what's uh, what's exciting coming up for Atlas Metal now? I think the most exciting thing is we are introducing our um, what we are calling our very temp, which is a hot or cold interchangeable hot uh, hot and cold well. Right now, the two and the three wells are available, um, and we're hoping that the four well will be available hopefully by the end of the year, but if not, very shortly. Yeah, the process so to get our, those our approved exciting. is is I don't I don't think. Uh, many people understand this, but I, I learned when I was visiting you guys, when you come up with anything new, the process to get those approved is uh, very intense, is it not? Yeah, so we have to go through, first and foremost, we build everything to our Atlas standards. So, you know, we want it to match our serving line look our, our drop-in look, we want it to have that same durability that people have come become used to getting from Atlas. So we start with that, and then we actually recreate the UL testing. We've gone to UL in Chicago to go into their testing labs to see exactly how they're testing, and we try and recreate that as close as we can, being in a in Miami, Florida, dealing with some unfortunate heat, uh, we try to recreate as closely as we can to what UL does. And we just test and test and test until we get it right. Um, you know, for a while there, we were getting a degree too cold. And while that might not seem like a big deal, it 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 is a big deal and you can fail. And so it's just tweaking and finding just that perfect mix. And we got there with the two and the three. We're there with the four. We're just getting ready to send it for approval now. Awesome. I can't wait to see that out there. Um, and also, again, I, I can't wait to see that Texarkana project because I've I seen it in the design phase and, you know, seeing it on a computer, it was really impressive. But I can't see I can't wait to see it in 3D. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. No, it's exciting. We've, we've, we're starting to quote them. People are asking for it. So we're really excited. Well, good. Well, while we're there, so if if our listeners want to contact Atlas to learn more, what, what's the best way to contact you guys? We usually suggest to go through our factory representative in their area, um, which is available online, or they can always email sales and ask who their factory rep is. Um, and it's best to get that person who's actually in their in, in their um, area and district who that can come and actually talk to them, get an idea of what they're looking for and then they would get us involved. Perfect. 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 We'll, we'll, we'll list some website addresses when we, when we publish this podcast. So, um, before we go, uh, is there anything else you want to add? I forgot to ask today. Um, I don't think so. I think we covered a lot of, a lot of stuff today. Um, we're just super excited to be part of your podcast and it's been a, it's been a fun year talking with you and having you down here to visit and see what we do. Well, as the weather gets colder in South Carolina, <laughs> I am more and more inclined to visit Miami again. So don't be surprised if you don't see me a couple times in the next couple of months. 
We would love to have you. All right. Well, that's going to happen. I'm going to take that as an invitation. Um, so, <laughs> again, thank you so much for being on the podcast and explaining to our listeners, you know, what you got going on, what sets you apart. We're excited for what's happening. Um, thank you. Be, be sure to say hi to Olay and Dom Jr., Dom Sr. for me. Um, tell them I'm coming, and uh, I can't wait to see them as well. Um, so that's going to wrap it for today, Jessica. Thank you again for being on the show. Um, and until next time, let's go. Let's go.